Online in another world. Chapter 45 Many Questions, Few Answers I'm sorry. He apologized. Don't be. It's my own fault for being rusty, Julius chuckled. Still, I should have listened. Maybe, maybe not. You made your own call, though. I'm not going to say I was happy about it, but you did stay there, you chose to fight alongside me, and it looks like you saved your old man's ass, Julius smiled. The pat on the shoulder he received from his father sent a jolt of pain through his body, causing him to wince as Julius nervously retreated his hand with a am I bad? Emilio, do you remember what happened? Julius asked. Of course, he'd been racking his brain on that question himself. There wasn't much else he could do but sit with his thoughts, anyway. He shrugged his shoulders, sitting up against the wall, I remembered you defending me, then, I sorta of blacked out from there. I see. Julius said. But, I remembered bits and pieces, mostly how I felt during that blackout, he said. These words interested his father, who looked up at him with a look in his eyes as if saying, go on. He nodded and continued, I remember how my heart was beating, it was like it was slamming against my chest. It was all I could hear. Then, it felt like there was lava in my veins. It was so hot, but for some reason, it didn't hurt at all, he looked at his hands, I think it might just be the fever, though. It's not. Julius said this so confidently and firmly in a swift response that he was taken aback, he looked at his father. It's not. He repeated. There was silence from Julius for a minute as the man looked down as if contemplating something before finally looking back up at his curious son. Emilio, I think it's about time I tell you about your blood, our family, not just the Dragonhearts, but the Omnisals, as well, Julius told him without any playfulness in his words. This is something he had been waiting on for years. It had been a question he kept locked inside of himself out of trust for his parents, and now, that was finally being opened. I'll need you to listen closely, Emilio. All right? All right, he nodded. Julius exhaled, running his fingers through his dark tufts, the Dragonhearts, our family, is just one branch of a larger bloodline, the Omnisals, one of the most powerful families in all of Milligard. This information widened his eyes, how? I mean, I would have heard of the Omnisals if they were as big of a deal as you're saying. Sorry, Emilio. Julius said, your mother and I made sure to keep books out of reach that talked about them. It was for your sake. He didn't know how to process or accept that, but he knew better than to throw a fit right now. This was the moment he'd wanted, he was finally being trusted with this information. Anyway, just know that the Omnisal family has been influential in Milligard almost since its foundation. What matters is the Dragonheart branch us. There didn't used to be a Dragonheart branch, but during the, the War of Man, things got desperate, Julius explained, one of our ancestors, Dedrick Omnisal, made a pact with an entity known as the Divine Dragon, I don't know what sort of deal was made, but our ancestor managed to earn the blood of the Divine Dragon. He listened curiously. It was rare for his father to speak so elegantly, but he realized what the reasoning for this was, it was likely due to his father trying to hide his noble heritage. The blood of the Divine Dragon was powerful. This strength allowed Dedrick to fight on the front lines himself, but the Divine Dragon aided Milligard as well. I don't know the whole story, a lot of it has been wiped out, but, from there, the blood of the Divine Dragon was passed down to Dedrick's children. This strength created some sort of gap between him and the other Omnisal members Dedrick was forced to relinquish his inheritance, and so the Dragonheart branch was created. We were stripped of our inheritance and given a small plot of land out here to live, Julius told him. He was starting to realize what this explanation meant and how it connected to what he had experienced, the burning blood, the rapid heartbeats, the adrenaline, all of it. The Dragonheart system, is that what that was before? He questioned. Still, over the years, the blood of the Divine Dragon hasn't dwindled. 
As you can see with your old man here, that blood makes us badasses, Julius smirked before focusing again, though, it's said that there is a rare occurrence with our bloodline, somebody blessed by the divine dragon, they're known as the De Dragon King, but it's been over a century since the last one. What are you saying, father? He asked this question, but he already knew what Julius was trying to tell him. There was that look of a revelation sitting in the eyes of his youthful father. I think, no, I'm pretty damn sure you're this, Dragon King, Emilio. Right now, I'd say you're more of a newt, but that's beside the point. The blood of the divine dragon thrives in your veins. I saw it, you demolished that orc like it was nothing. I almost felt scared there for a minute, Julius told him. Dragon King. What's that mean for me? He asked, why'd you hide the truth about our lineage until now? Julius didn't seem willing to fully answer that as he scratched his chin, there are a lot of things you don't know, Emilio. The world is a complicated place. Still, now that I've seen the potential you have, Emilio, once your lessons with Sully are over, we've decided, you'll become an adventurer. His eyes lit up momentarily, though he still didn't know what to make about all of this new information poured onto him. Adventurer? For more months, then. He muttered. Julius stood up, I started when I was younger than you. So, I'd advise you to train even harder. The world is full of things way more frightening than that orc. You'll want to blow those guys away. He nodded, all right. During the next couple days, he spent his time in bed recovering, studying his grimoires while Irene practiced her reading and writing in the same room. Though she seemed to be doing something she made an effort to hide from him, there were wood chips scattered on the floor and paint buckets left around the hall. What's she doing? He questioned. He wasn't aware of any new hobbies or teachings Irene took up, but he chose not to pry if she was choosing to hide it. After recovering, his tutelage with Sully continued on seamlessly, getting back into the groove of learning and casting spells in the tranquil fields of Yulam was fulfilling for him. Again and again, he was amazed by the silver-haired young woman's knowledge and natural grace with magic, and she was in awe of his talent and ability to adapt quickly to new obstacles in front of him. Have you been looking into the other book I gave you? Sully asked. The one about spirit arts? He replied. Yeah, that one, have you been studying it? Sully clarified. He stayed silent for a moment before shaking his head, no. I, didn't quite get it. I see, Sully seemed surprised for a moment, that's fine. Just focus on what's in front of you, then. As they talked, he was practicing spells still, expending mana while at the same time getting used to naturally calling upon the new magecraft he was learning. Using mana wasn't a bad thing, in a controlled environment, at least. Sully told him that in order to increase your natural, reservoir, of mana, you have to use it. It's sort of like a muscle, he thought. Though Sully did point out it wasn't completely necessary since his natural mana reservoir was far above the norm but even she didn't know the full scope of it. Another two months had passed, leaving only two remaining before his time with Sully would end and she would have to return to her academy. Fwoosh. 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 He flung miniature cyclones around the fields with swipes of his wand, conjuring the spirals of wind that tore up the flowers from the soil. Emilio. Sully spoke his name softly. He didn't respond. Hey. He finally stopped, swiping his wand again to disperse the small cyclones, breathing out as he looked up at the half-elf girl. What's wrong? You seem impatient, Sully asked worriedly. There was always that warm kindness that exuded from the demure girl, it wasn't that of maternal care, but more akin to the gentleness of a loving elder sister. I don't know. He muttered. You can tell me, Emilio. Sully smiled softly, kneeling down beside him. He sat down on the small incline of the grass hill, 
placing his arms over his knees with a somber look in his eyes. You'll have to leave soon, won't you? He asked quietly, 